Welcome, everyone, to the very latest Bolt from the Blue podcast. In the house, you have in my top left corner, we've got Ray from the City Van TV. Ray, how are you doing? I'm fine and dandy, Michael. I'm fine and dandy. <clears throat> that's, that's not what you said off air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, I mean, Germany at the moment. Germany, Uberalis or whatever they say, uh, over here working. So, fortunately, I've not been able to go to the last game and the next couple. I'm going to have to miss them as well. But uh, uh, got to work, haven't you? Sadly. Yeah, they're not Is important that... games, are they, mate? So it don't matter. <laughs> Is that why you look like you're dressed all in black leather, Ray? I'm From not... what I can see. Mate. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's going to a rally in a bit. <laughs> it's, it's a running it's a black running jacket i've just been out for a run i just got back i'm eating my ice cream <laughs> get some carbs and sugar back and then um we're chatting to you lovely guys okay well we also have bernard Deneen uh, in my top right how are you doing bernard i'm all right mate a bit cold a bit cold tonight the old weather's changing for the worse now we've got i've got me uh I've got my house coat on now, which we call it. My dressing gown, my house coat, which will be on now till <laughs> probably next April. So there. Bernard, when, when, when you were young, when you played when football, I was young, I can't remember that far back, mate. When you, Come on. In the, when you played football, how did you keep your hands warm? I was goalkeeper. Well, that's why I went in goal so I could keep my hands warm. Where did you put them to keep them warm? Yeah. Uh, um, what do you mean? Where did I put them? I was too busy saving shots, mate. You know all these. <laughs> oh, no. The reason I ask is Dave Dave Whelan. You remember Dave Whelan? He broke his leg in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He said he used to piss on his hands to keep them warm. Oh, no, I didn't do That's something terrible. like that. No, I, I played midfield till I was about twenty seven, twenty eight, and then I switched to goalkeeper. Then when I was getting a bit older, so. Well, there you are, guys. Well, we had uh, two losses in the league on the bounce. Would it be a third? Well, funny enough, a couple of uh, people slide back into our. Um, our squad, uh, in particular, um, one Mr. Rodri. Suddenly everything changes. But um, let's talk to Bernard about the lineup first of all. Uh, hit us with the lineup and uh, what were your, how did your predictions turn out, Bernard? Uh, I got eight. I was happy with eight, to be honest with you. Um, considering the fact one of them was Ortega in goal, obviously I was, uh, I did, I thought I did okay to get eight, to be honest with you. But uh, we'll perhaps talk about the decision by Pep to play Ortega again. Um, we can, under- I can understand it, but whether I agree with it or not is another matter. Um, but of course, I got eight. I mean, the other guys I got wrong were um, I didn't have Alvarez in, and I didn't have who was the other guy I didn't have in. The Kanji in, yeah. So they they were the three I got wrong. So the start eleven, it was all right, wasn't it? Ortega, Walker, Stones, Kanji, Gavardiol, Rodri, Bernardo, Foden, Doku, Alvarez, and Harlan, and of course on the bench to come on Edison. Well, he was not going to come on, was he? Diaz, Phillips, Aki, Kovacic, Grealish, Gomez, Nunes, and Lewis. So not a bad bench, not a bad starting lineup. What did you reckon? What did you make of it, Ray? Yeah, I agree with Bernard. I think I'd probably um, similar. I think we, we did a preview. We were discussing who might start. And I, I was thinking, well, you can't leave Alvarez out. Um, if I'm right, if I'm right, has Alvarez scored 17 goals in 17 games at Etihad? Something like that. Ridiculous. He's got a very good um, goal-scoring record at home. And he's look, he's scored a lot of goals this season. Uh, he's almost neck and neck with um, Haaland. He's got goals. He's got assists. And it's very hard to drop him, you know. Um, and we're uh, ho- hopefully now going to stay injury-free. And when we say injury-free, we've got uh, a plethora of options. 
uh, all over the pitch, apart from um, DM. You know, Rodri is the only one, Rodri. But apart from that, you know, it, was, it was a good enough side. It's most of them, like Bernard said, but I don't think anybody picked Ortega Moreno. Anybody said they picked him to start that game. Uh, it's a liar. They're just making it up. Um, but the others, most of them, I think. Mm-hmm. A word about the opposition, Bernard. Uh, what do you think of them and how they've been doing so far this season? Well, I think what I like about the Zerbi is he does what Pep does sometimes. Pep um, is so convinced about his team that he'll, he'll throw a wobbler. He'll put, he'll put something weird in like Ortega. And what deserves because he does the same. He's very much the same because he put Milner in to play against Doku. So I mean, you've got to give him full credit. You know, if we put one arm, tie one arm behind our back, we put in Ortega in rather than Edison, and he did exactly the same by putting Milner up against Doku. So all credit to Deserbi. He's a future City manager uh, in waiting, I think, based on his decision. Bit of a false comparison, though, uh, Bernard. Don't you think? Because um, Ortega is a, a bio. By everyone's standard, by any standard, a safe pair of hands, although not quite as good with his feet. Um, but putting Milner up against Doku, I mean, that just <laughs> uh, that that was just sadistic. I thought, Ray, what did you think? Well, I, I've got a mate, Blackpool Blu-ray, and he suggested uh, starting with Grealish and having Doku on the bench. Maybe Mr. Deserby's been reading what um, Blackpool Blu-ray has been saying, and he thought, right, it's going to be Grealish. I'll put Milner up against Grealish. Uh, I think. Milner would have been praying for Doku to get off the pitch because uh, oh. he ripped his absolute battered uh, James Milner. And if James Milner, you know, wasn't thinking of retiring anytime soon after that game, I think what's the point of carrying on? Because he wasn't, he was absolutely ripped. Um, you know, I'm, I'm surprised he put, put Milner there. I don't know what his other options were, though, you know, um, who he had on the bench that he could have played. I'm looking at who, who we had. Um, we had Veltman, Van Hecke. I know. I think they're defenders. Not where they play Webster. So I'm a bit surprised he went for someone like Milner. I think he was relying on Milner's experience because he's been he's been there and done it and everything else. But he's whatever 38 years old now, Jim, James Milner, and you know, be asking for his bus pass soon. And up against, he struggled against uh, Grealish, but against Doku, no chance. Uh, Bernard, Jim, what do you think of all of this talk about Deserbi being? Um, you know the the man who's going to follow uh, Pep. I mean, um, not sh- entirely sure. I see it myself. I mean, done well uh, so far uh, in, in a short period of time. It's a bit a bit premature, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you've, you need you need a manager who's going to uh, run City. Who's been there on the European circuit on a regular basis at the top at the top level and deserve. He obviously doesn't fall into that category as far as Brighton. I'm, I'm not too sure of his career before 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 this, but I'm sure he's not been uh, competing in semi-finals, finals, Champions League, stuff like that. And that's what we're going to need. We're going to need some of that experience. Nothing to say he won't get there, but uh, certainly not, you know, if Pep decides to, to leave us in a couple of years, he won't be ready by then. So, a good manager, a very good manager, but uh, probably not someone they are looking at, in fairness, even though Pep's, Pep's built, uh, built him up, hasn't he? Pep, Pep said he's going to be our new manager, apparently. That's, that's the rumour going around, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll true that is, I doubt. I mean, Deserby's not really done anything at, you know, uh, at, at a high level. He's only a young lad. He's only young, isn't he? How old is he? he? can't be that old. He's not that... He's, he's probably... He's trying to have a quick uh, look at Cassie, wouldn't he? Um, he was born in 79. That would make him 44. Yeah, so there's nothing, is he? So he's, 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 he's got a long way to go yet. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. look, he's had a, he had a playing career. You know, he's not, not 
fantastic. But he you know, started at AC Milan. I don't think he played for them. Uh, for Napoli, and nothing major. And his managerial career, nothing major. Um, he had a season at Shakhtar Donetsk. And that, out of all the all the clubs he's um, managed, they're probably the only ones you've heard of. I mean, maybe Foggia, Calcio, US Palermo, Benvenuto Calcio, US Sassuolo Calcio. I mean, you're not heard of them. And then uh, Shakhtar Donetsk for one season. So um, it's not, I mean, let's be honest, when, before he came to Brighton, none of us had heard of him. And I, I don't think he's won that much either. He's, I think he won the Ukrainian Super Right. Okay. Well, um, Bernard, let's talk about how uh, the the team shaped up when they got out onto the pitch. Um, uh, what formations were you able to perceive, and um, how did the game begin to um, begin to flow uh, within the first sort of five to ten minutes? Well, everything, everything was. I thought Walker was obviously just kept back, wasn't he? He was just uh, very defensive in that in that first half. He, very rarely wandered around because everything came up, of course, as it's bound to. And you give it Doku because of obviously the exposed their flank uh, there. And obviously, Alvarez was playing, I think, behind Haaland again, uh, sitting in behind. I think uh, that was happening there. But everything was coming through through that left-hand side. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought we looked lively. I thought we looked okay. I mean, it wasn't long before we scored, was it? I thought we started quite well. We set up quite well. And uh, I think the, diff- the the thing was, it was Doku versus Brighton, I think, to start off with. And <laughs> let's see if we can get a goal or two in it. And we did. Mm-hmm. Ray, what about um, Rodri? Did you notice an instant impact? Not uh, sure about instant impact. I think he, he, he didn't have a lot of time to give it that instant impact before uh, Doku had scored and Haaland had scored. You know, the game wasn't even 20 minutes old and we were tuning it up. So... Um, as Bernard said, it was all going through Doku. So, I mean, everybody was just like, well, get the boss of Doku. So I, I don't think um, Rodri had too much to do. He wasn't, I didn't really notice him to start with. Doku got those, that, that, you know, it was all, as Bernard said, it was Doku versus Brighton. First half, it was, it was all about Doku. He was having shots, putting crosses in. He, he was a man. And it was all about him. Um, so Rodri, for me, I didn't really notice him. Mm-hmm. Bernard, let's talk about the first goal then. Yeah, what's that? Was it seven minutes? I think seven minutes yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, again, it was it was Doku who, who managed to get to. He was doing the same thing every time. It's like you see people used to talk about Mares, and obviously only had one or two things he could do. And Doku was holding it up, and then putting it putting it out, you know, sort of jinking wide to the byline to get it back in, and uh, he did exactly the same again after seven minutes. He he got picked up the ball. No one was willing to risk tackling him. Was it Milner at the time? I think it was Milner no, on him, was it? Of course. Yeah. And he, no one wanted to tackle him, so he stood him up and then just quickly jinked to his left. And he didn't just blast it across the area. He could see Alvarez um, on his own, basically. And he said it was quite a simple pass to Alvarez. And yeah, I mean, Al- Alvarez is, is that good. He can actually play it from one foot, one foot onto the other. He actually played it from his right boot to his left to fool the goalkeeper. Fantastic goal by Alvarez. He definitely, definitely meant it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they scooped it home. But yeah, it was it was a bit stuffy. But uh, you've got to be there to get it, haven't you? And there was no marking. I thought Brighton were pretty awful in that first half. They didn't have anything defensively. They were struggling. Uh, and they weren't getting much help, uh, getting much relief by actually getting up, up our end of the pitch. So, yeah, 
fully deserved after seven minutes. And he thought, well, this, this could be 4-5. I mean, I said 4-1. So I was quite confident we were going to get there. But a uh, bit, bit, bit of luck for Alvarez. But you've got to be in there to get the shot in the first place. And didn't deflect off anyone, did he? Just deflected off his own boot. So it's better than Arsenal's goal last week, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Assist then? Is it, does Alvarez get the assist as well? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably, it probably counts as that. I mean, I, you've got to put it down. But uh, it, was, it was, I must admit, at the time, I thought it was a cracking goal. I thought he'd done it deliberately. Mm. And then obviously, <laughs> it's only when you watch it back, you see, oh dear, okay. But uh, at least it deflected off our own player. He didn't deflect off a, a, an opponent's player. So that's, that's all well and good. There's a scene in the uh, TV series Homeland where. Uh, one of the characters, an, an assassin called Quinn, is up in front of a committee and he's asked, is our strategy working? And he says, um, his answer is quite funny. He says, uh, what strategy? You tell me what the strategy is and uh, I'll tell you if it's working. What was Brighton's strategy, Ray? <laughs> I'd honestly, I'd want to start, you know. Um, I can't think of one, honestly. You know, as I said, we were two up after 20 minutes. They had no time to play their game. You know, they were behind the eight ball from the start. I mean, even before we scored, Doku, um, I think he turned Milner to come on the inside. I mean, that's one good thing about Doku. He can go on the outside or the inside equally well. He came on the inside and he had a shot. And I think um, he thought he was he was going to score. And mm-hmm. it just went wide. And so when you're under the co- a bit of the cosh like that, I'm not sure you can have time to get your own strategy working. At the time, you know, the first 15, 20 minutes, Brighton's strategy was just hang in there. That's all they could do. You know, they couldn't um, do much more than that. And, and I think they did quite well, actually, um, after we were seeing it up, just to hang in there and, and actually, you know, in the second half, come back into it a bit. Yeah, remind me, Bernard, how many minutes was there between the first goal and the second one? Seven minutes and 19 minutes. So, yeah, just before the 20th minute, was it? So... Mm-hmm. Again, it was uh, it was a, a Brighton error. Um, of course, Bernardo put a little bit of pressure on the player, didn't he? And it, uh, well, what can we say about Mr. Harland? I mean, obviously, he def- sort of deflected or ended up with Harland. And uh, again, the Brighton the players didn't want to risk anything, didn't want to get a tackle in. They allowed him that little bit of space, and that's all Harland needs. And with his favourite left boot, I mean, it was a cracking goal. You could probably say the goal was perhaps a little bit slow going across, but he, he smacked he did it like Aguero. He didn't, didn't wait yeah. too long. He just smacked it when he got the opportunity and uh, fantastic goal. And that's what that's what we bought him for. And that was fantastic. Um, hopefully he's back to a bit of form before with the next couple of game, big games coming up. Yeah, Ray, um, we, we um, mentioned um, a, a few of the prominent players. Run me through the team sheet for Man City. Starting with Ortega. We had Ortega, we had Walker, right back, Kanji at centre back, Vardiol, left back, Stones alongside Rodri, Foden uh, on the right, Alvarez and Bernardo behind Haaland and Doku on or Doku on the left. Um I was gonna say about that Haaland goal. I think he did him with the eyes, because Haaland he kind of bent his body and you think, right, he's gonna curl into the far into the far post, and then he pulled it the other way. And I think the goalkeeper was already thinking of you know, making that dive to the far post. And by the time he realised it wasn't going there, it was too late. By the time he decided to dive, it was already going past him. So, you know... Um, yeah, you know, Aguero used to do that, didn't he? You think the player's going to perhaps move it another sec- split second yeah. more, but he suddenly hits it. You don't, you're not ready for it because you're yeah. expecting to push it that little bit more or wait that split second longer. Yeah. And that's what Aguero was so good at, of course. And uh, 
Alan's done it before. He's, he's good at it as well. Alan's done it before, hasn't he? He likes to hit it first time, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes to hit it early. The thing about that that goal, I was hearing that Alan scored 61 times for City now. Um, and that's only the second time he scored from outside the box. Interesting. Okay, guys, any other magic moments from that first half? Any other prominent figures? Yeah, I was struggling. I mean, obviously, I'd been there. Obviously, I didn't look at the. I usually look at the Guardian timeline, but being there, and I was, I was just looking at a summary for it. I don't. I mean, I don't even think Ortega had that much to do in the first half, did he? Brighton were really out of sorts. Not, not. It's one of those games where you think, well, he can't be as bad second half because uh, they were pretty awful the first half. So. Yeah, I don't think, I think, uh, as Ray said there, um, Doku had one early chance. I think he had another one later on where he, he smacked it over as well from the, you know, with his right foot and he thought he probably could have done better. I think Doku had a couple of good chances. I thought Foden was excellent. Foden was playing some great yeah. stuff. He was, he was turning and twirling and beating players and laying it off uh, on that, again, up to the left-hand side for Doku, etc. I thought Foden was tremendous. Uh, Alvarez was a bit, Non-existent, I thought, after, after his goal. I didn't really notice him too much. But, uh, yeah, as far as goal mouth incidents are concerned, apart from Doku's efforts, I don't really Ray remembers anything else, but I don't think there's that much more. Can't remember any anything else in that first half. Yeah, so 2-0 um, it was. Not too much else to talk about, um, although we're happy to talk about those two goals. Uh, out we come for the uh, the second half. Um Anything, any, any uh, noticeable changes in uh, in direction, um, uh, Bernard? Either from um, Pep or 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 a different uh, approach to the second half? Did you notice? Well, obviously they had a kick up the bum, didn't they, out of Brighton? Because obviously they started playing a lot better. Matomo started to touch the ball. Yeah. I don't think he touched the ball that first half. Uh, he's the, he's for us. He's their big guy. If you like, we, we sort of worry about his pace, and obviously he would cause us problems in that second half. But of course, the first real Brighton effort I've got it down here was uh, was it Gross pulled it wide under pressure from Rodri. He had a good chance, but Rodri sort of closed him down. And I think Ortega had give the ball away initially with a poor clearance uh, that had led up to it, let let Brighton back in, and that was fifty two minutes. So that's the first time I thought that Brighton had a chance, but at least they were looking as though they were, might do something in the second half. And City is again like we tend to do. We've not gone to sleep, but. We, we took the foot off the old neck, didn't we? We, we sort of sort of accepted 2-0. We're happy with that. We, we looked as though we, we didn't want to go and, and punish them more, which is, is a worry, really, against teams like Brighton. What do you think, Ray? No, I agree. I mean, we didn't have a lot of urgency. We were, like, basically resting on our laurels. I mean, uh, Milner got hooked at half-time, and I think that, that helped to get Brighton back in the game. <laughs> but we also helped them to get back in the game by not doing anything. You know, I'll say it time and time again. We're tuning a lot, cruising, by, but not doing anything. And we've let Brighton stay in a game that they shouldn't have been in. We should have put this 3-0, put it to bed and move on. And, um, you know, it re- really was um, a difficult finish for City. We'd given Brighton a couple of chances. Um, Mitoma had one. I think it was Mitoma had gone through. And Ortega Moreno made a save. Um, but we were giving them chances that they didn't deserve, really. No, I don't know yeah, I mean, Matomo should have done better with that because Ortega yeah. had committed himself. He was in no man's yeah. land. And all Matomo had to do was dink it over him and the ball yeah. sat nicely. Who, he loved it. Who's out of position to let Matomo go through, do you think? Um, 
I don't. All I remember is saying, "What the hell are you doing, Ortega?" And I can't remember who what defenders were in or around I thought, it. I thought Walker should have been there. Yeah, I thought Walker should have been there. He's I just thought, I thought it, it caused Ortega to start to come, and I thought, "What are you doing? Yeah. You know, just stay stay on your six eight yard, you know, eight yards out off your line. You don't yeah. don't start coming." And we were very lucky that that really should have been. If Matomo, Matomo was as good as we think he is, he should have perhaps yeah. uh, put that one I mean, away. Yeah, Matomo had another chance from a corner, didn't he? There was an header that he, he put it into the side net him when I yeah. think yeah. Ortega would come for it, then realised he wasn't going to get there. Uh, and uh, maybe Matomo should have done better. I mean, you can look at that game and you think, Brian lost 2-1, but Matomo could have scored a couple of goals there. We yeah. could have lost that. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Brighton goal, um, uh, Bernard, and uh, from whence it came. Yeah, I mean, well, Walker was a bit like Milner against Doku, wasn't he? He was absolutely turned inside out on the right. And as I said, all Walker had done up to this up to this minute and sat back, I think, uh, waiting for the Matomo threat, which obviously came a bit later than we thought. But uh, there was lots of blue shirts around. I mean, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe the fact that uh, it ended up in the net because. There must have been, what, six City players in the box and a couple of Brighton. And obviously, Matomo got the better of Walker, pulled it across. And Akanji, I, 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 I don't know, it wasn't his greatest game, was it? Akanji was sort of totally out of balance. He wasn't prepared and he sort of got a foot on it. But all he accomplished in doing was, was play it out to Fatty, who was only about four or five yards away. He had a simple a simple goal to score, really. He was, he was on as a substitute, of course. Uh, to reduce the deficit, but I mean, Akanji got most of the stick for it, but Walker and Akanji, for me, didn't cover themselves in glory. But then again, there was four or five other City players hanging around as well. It was a bit of a comedy of errors as far as defence is concerned for me. It's a bit embarrassing. Good, good summary, Ray. Anything to add to that goal? No, I mean, actually, the goal came from a City uh, attack. The ball was played through to Doku, actually. It's a nice pass. Just, I would suggest slightly overhit, only slightly. And um, uh, the goalie was it, it Steele? He got there just before Doku cleared it. Brian put the ball through down the middle, and suddenly they were in. You know, ball put out to Mitoma, and they were in. Walker did put some effort in to get back, but I don't think he should have been where he was up the pitch uh, at the time. Uh, but then Matoma, he did everything to leave Walker, on his, uh, you know, sprawling on his backside. <laughs> Um, Paul from Mucker there and the kanji was I think Warful is being polite it was a terrible clearance it was just like he just put his foot there stopped the ball with his foot let it roll a few yards and um, Fatty just says thank you very much it was a bit disappointing uh, actually it's very disappointing I think he had a terrible game as well I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about his two yellow cards he had a, he had a Pretty poor game. Yeah, he's already, he's already on a yellow. He's already on a yellow, wasn't he? When that goal went in. Well, that's position. that's what I was about about to um, continue with. Um, Mr. Akanji got himself in trouble with the officials. Um, can you remember both those uh, yellow card incidents, uh, Bernard? Well, the second one was a was a hold, wasn't it? The first one was it was it a clumsy tackle or yeah. hold uh, again trying to. Do the old Fernandinho, but not as good. Whether you know he used to get away with it, but uh, the thing with the Kanji, they, these players are making us look like idiots at the moment, aren't they? Because we've spouted a Kanji for all last season, how great he's been playing. It's players like Kovacic have hit the ground running, and they make us look like fools at the moment because they're all turning into a bit uh, uh, dodgy, to say the least. And the Kanji 
again. I don't know what it is, but uh, we show this sort of discipline at Old Trafford next week. I think we'll be in serious trouble. We've got to we've got to get a grip of it. Uh, I'm not happy with it. Our City players are getting themselves sent off, and that's what they're doing. They're getting themselves sent off. There's no other reason, and it's it's just not good enough for me. And say the second one. You're on a yellow card, and you're you're all right. You, you might have watched the Liverpool game and thought he'd get away with it because their their player got away with it, of course, uh, in that Liverpool game at Anfield. But it's not Anfield; it's the Etihad, and it's a City player. So you can't do things like that to be on a yellow and and hold the player, even even a little slightest touch on the player. Uh, you're asking for trouble, and of course, the ref didn't mess about. He's, he was quite happy to brandish the second yellow and get him sent off. And Akanji should have known better. Right? It was a 95th minute. We, didn't, we only had four or five minutes to go, but that's not the point, is it? He's obviously suspended for the game. And it's not good enough for me. I just don't like the discipline the last two or three games that we've shown. I think, you know, Walker's the captain at the moment. Uh, something should be happening with this team to say, look, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing it. Uh, Ray, thoughts on uh, Mr. Akanji? Yeah, I, I think he started really well last season. We were talking about a bargain. I don't think he's brilliant towards the end. And he just kind of, I don't know, regressed. Is that the right word? He's certainly not up there. You know, like we thought he, he you know, we had, we've, last season we thought we had a cracking player. Uh, he's just not as, maybe not as good as we thought. Or maybe, you know, he had a Mangala start to his career at City where he looked awesome. But the last few games, he's just looked, dare I say, ordinary. I'm surprised he got a game. You know, we we got Ruben. Diaz. He scored, didn't he? He scored for uh, his national team, didn't he? As well, so he must have. He must say, you know, he must be a happy chappy. Must be a happy chap. But, but I look at it and say, we're playing Brighton, good side. We've got a certain Mister Diaz. He's all right, in you know. So why couldn't we? I, mean, I jokingly uh, said, you know, to sort of drop Diaz and stuff like this. But I mean, you know, because he has a. A dodgy game or two. I mean, we know Diaz is brilliant. We know we know he's going to be exceptional. He's done it year in year out. He's had he's had bad patches, of course. Jazz. He's not he's not the perfect centre half by by any means. But again, Pep. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes it's just another sort of dodgy decision for me. Mm. I'm so I'm happy actually that obviously Diaz will now play at Old Trafford because uh, certainly Kanji won't come into the equation, will he? Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we've mentioned um, a few people. We've mentioned. Um, uh, spoke at, uh, at some length about uh, Doku and about Foden and uh, just now about Diaz. A- anyone else that um, that um, had a particularly good game that you uh, would like to talk about? Or or is that pretty much it? Guardiola had a good game uh, again. Yeah. He's, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, not, he's not proving us idiots at the moment. He's, he's hit the ground running and played very, very, very well again. Rodri, of course, played, played well. Foden, Foden, Foden and Doku are my two men of the, man of the matches. Yeah. Uh, what about Johnny Stones, Bernard? Sorry? Johnny Stones was he? All, he was all right. Yeah, I mean, he, he needs to get back in. He didn't. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he was anything special, was he? I mean, the only other pro. I mean, we did. Be- I want to mention Ortega again because, um, you know, of course, he had that no man's land thing that, that he did, but his distribution was. But I like Ortega. Ortega's a cracking. He's a cracking second. He's, you know, second keeper, isn't he? Let's be honest about it. He's a brilliant second. But I do all right. I know he's coming back from uh, South America. Playing Uruguay, weren't we, Brazil? And Edison's been playing, hasn't he, in the last couple of years, two or three games for Brazil, starting over Alisson, which is good, as he should do. But, you know, Jesus played the other the other day after coming back. I'm just a bit, I, I don't know why. I mean, I'm, obviously, 
every every player is different. But he's a goalkeeper. I mean, is he is he in, he's not in the cabin class? Is he coming back from South America? <laughs> but he'll be in the fancy seats, won't he? Let's face it. Or oh, in a private jet. I don't know how they get these players yeah, back. Usually private players. jets. Yeah, Nunez played for Liverpool. Uh, well, he came on for Liverpool, didn't yeah. he? So he he was okay. So I just I just think I like Ortega. Don't get me wrong, Ortega's a good backup keeper. But when you play someone like Brighton, uh, to me, Edison should have started it. All right, we don't want. But if he's on the bench, Edison must have been fine. If he's on yeah, the yeah. bench, so there's nothing wrong with him. For me, he should have been playing. But uh, you know, I think, I think there's, there's a couple of things. Fun. Sorry, Bernard. I think there's a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, you're right. Go on. One that. You know, Edison was far away, but like you say, that shouldn't stop him. You know, we remember Carlos Tevez used to fly the day before, and uh, you know, and and a few hours before kickoff, he'd rock up and put in a blinder. But also, I think Ortega Moreno has, has been saying stuff that you know he thinks he deserves to play his time. He's not; he's too good to be a number two, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure, and I'm pretty sure he believes that he's too good to be number two, and he deserves some games here and there. So. I'm not sure it's the right game, but you know maybe Pep looked at it and says, "I've got to give Edison a break somewhere. I've got to keep Ortega Moreno happy because you don't want someone in January says I want to leave, um, and you want to give him hope and, and want him to keep working hard at his jobs and then bring Edison back. And look, you know, some, sometimes you'll get away with it, sometimes you won't. Our home record says at the moment we should be getting away with it because we won was it 21 games on the bounce at home, which is a new record. Um, mm-hmm. So. You know, on that basis, then yeah, we could have played Calvin Phillips and still won. <laughs> yeah, poor Calvin Phillips. I mean, um, every man, Jack of them are 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 basically speculating on which team that he's going to go to. It's um, very very sad from his point of view, uh, guys. And um, before we go into the section called AOB, is there anything else that you want to say about this game? Yeah, just just a quick mention for Ireland. He looked he looked uh, he looked a bit more at it than he has been recently. So hopefully that's a, a good thing leading up to to a couple of big games that we've talked about. I, I liked uh, Harlan's performance overall, also holding it up a bit better, uh, doing various things, looking happy as well. Which is you know he's, he he runs around sulking when he doesn't score, doesn't he? So again, that that's a good sign that he, he's happy. So yeah. And the, the subs, uh, quick word for the subs who come on, Grealish, I think he just stood around when he came on, I'm not sure. <laughs> he didn't make any sort of impression, did he? He got the ball and just stood there, I think. That was that Grealish, was his role. Grealish, he came on two minutes after Fatty scored. So, you know, you kind of knew Pep was trying, uh, then he was shutting up shop. You know, that's why Grealish plays to... Cl- he was told to hold the ball, wasn't he, I think? Yeah. So, you get the ball, hold it, don't lose it. And that was what he did. And it's, it's, it's basically it's his role for... for 15, 20 minutes that yeah. he was on the pitch, I think. I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't bring Phillips on because that's what Phillips is on when he wants to close the game down. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Um, yeah, overall, I think we did, we deserved the win. Of course we deserved yeah, yeah. the win. But we did make it again. You know, we do. We, you know, we've got Old Trafford next week. We've, we've got to be on it. All right, Pep said to get control over Brighton for 55, 60 minutes was very good. But in all fairness... Controlled the first 45, surely we could have managed 20 or 30 minutes in the second half as well. So we probably underdid what we could have done. Uh, and we're going to have to have to be a bit better again. Uh, young boys, obviously, we sh- shouldn't have too many problems, hopefully, on the artificial service. We'll talk about that probably before we go. But um, we need to be better. But again, we did what we had to do. But it wasn't, wasn't brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Ray, w- were there any of the other results... Outside of uh, Manchester, that um, 
that uh, caught your fancy and uh, gave you gave you pause for thought. Anything interesting at all there? Um, Arsenal drew to all at Chelsea coming back from Tino Dan called Palmer scored again. He's not a bad player, is he? Um, maybe we should have a look at him. We have a look at him at any time, no? Yeah, no, nah, I don't think. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Pep likes him. Um, <laughs> so that was interesting. Obviously, Liverpool beat Everton. Uh, another dodgy decision. Um, it was, uh, you know, where they got that penalty, which is fair enough, but Canati should have got a second yellow card. He should have been sent off. And it was really refreshing to hear Klopp at, after the game uh, suggest that there should be a replay. Uh, <laughs> of, uh, it was an outrageous decision. It really was. It was a yellow card, second yellow card. Well, when, he, when that journalist asked him about, and he said, is that a serious question? What did the journal say? I didn't see that. I don't what know. Did he... I, uh, the man's a journalist. I say, yes, it is a serious question. I mean, you know, he should have well, been. The thing is, as soon as he got uh, Kanata got away with it, um, Klopp pulled him off. Yeah. Pulled him off straight away. Mm-hmm. Good win for United. A good win for United, of course. Um, at, uh, at Sheffield, the mighty Sheffield United. That was a, a good win for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Aston Villa. Well, we did. Yeah. We did think they would be up there, didn't they? And they seemed to. Um, uh, the, the boys are happy at Villa Park. The fans are happy. Um, he's doing a great job. And uh, I think they sit third now, did he? Uh, Aston Villa, a couple so of points. The thing is, Aston Villa, they've won is it 11 on the bounce now at home. So they're not doing too bad either. Mm-hmm. Well, as, long as, as long as it's not 13 on the bounce, it's only by the time we yeah. get there in a Villa few weeks. Villa are fifth. City got 21. Arsenal got 21. Liverpool have got 20. The Spurs have got 20. They've got a game in under playing Monday night. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. Villa have got 19. And Newcastle, they have won and they're on 16. And Brighton are down to uh, nine, uh, seventh with 16. And the Rags are eighth with uh, 15 points. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that 10 games in the season, we're, we're seeing the, the cream rise to the top, aren't we? Which we fought before the season. That That's probably what's happening now. Who are Tottenham playing tonight again? Remind oh. me. Fulham. Right. Okay. That's at um, that's at the London Stadium, is it? No. The, uh, West Ham play the London Stadium. Stadium. This is the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I was never aware that the, that there was any big announcement about what their the name of their stadium is. Got, I think they were looking for someone for naming rights, and since they haven't got any yet. No one's offering them enough money. But I think oh. they've surely been offered uh, money, but obviously not. Not that Mister Levy wants to accept to them. So, what what is the official name of their stadium? Again, the top. Sorry, you were both speaking at the same time. What, what was it? Well, we both said the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Okay, very very original. I don't know why it's not just called UYR Lane because it's on UYR Lane anyway, isn't it? In place. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, guys, any other AOB before we talk about what's next for City? Or are we done there? Anything else, Bernard? Uh, I don't know. Just just um, a problem with some of the fans again. And uh, when we say some of the fans, we say oh, a handful true. of fans, don't we? At the Bobby Charlton sad, sadly passing away. And uh, obviously some young City fans thought uh, they'd make a joke of it. But uh, uh, I did see comments, similar comments about boxes for when Colin Bell died from United fans. So, yeah. But hey, the, the press decide to uh, make the most of it as though it's uh, 50,000 City fans doing it. Rather than you just know a lot a lot of the press are against City, so they look for any opportunity. And sadly, from time to time, stupid City fans 
some, it's not a great many of them who did this, but it's just a few, um, you know, embarrassed themselves and the club. And the club have found some of them. They'll get banned, possibly for life. And, and so they should, you know. Why, why? We don't need this rubbish. You know, we've the world has moved on from this. Football's moved on. Um, it is nothing. It's not big and hard and clever and all that. Um, a, a fella's died. You should ha- have some respect. You might not like him. He might be playing for, played for you know the, your, your rivals or whatever. But you've got to have a little bit of respect. That's the minimum you need. And, and it's sad, but they'll get what they deserve. All right. Well, Bernard, let's talk about the next couple of games for Man City. What are they? Who are, the, who are we up against? Where are we playing? Let's talk about the next two, at least. Yeah, well, Champions League, Pep said, win the next two and we've, uh, you know, we've sort of guaranteed being through because obviously we've got two games coming up against young boys. Uh, we won't mention the stadium. It's funnily named, of course. The- <laughs> what, what's the name of the stadium? It's called the Wankdorf Stadium. So let's not, you know, let's be mature about it. <laughs> I'm going to laugh about that. Um, and it's an artificial surface. So City are flying out a little bit earlier so we can have the evening to have a, a train on the pitch because obviously it's a bit like Oldham in the, in the yeah. <laughs> Oldham and QPR, I think, the, the pitch. And I, I have watched actually a couple of games highlights of two or three of their games just to see how the pitch does play um yeah and it is it, you can tell you can tell the way the ball flows which as far as the passing game is concerned is too bad but obviously you've got to think about injuries as well so that that's the big worry of course on a, a, and how how the hell a team is allowed to play with an artificial yeah, pitch in this day and age in the champions league I, I do not know i don't know why it's allowed they shouldn't be allowed to play it's as simple as that but it is what it is, and hopefully we'll get through okay. So, young boys, they're no great shakes. We should, we should be able to come to bed with a four or five changes to the team we played on on Saturday, and then obviously change four or five for the derby again when that comes up, because uh, that's the game after that. So, let's get young boys beat, and then obviously we've got a trip to Old Trafford, and hopefully crowd-wise, uh, we're not going to get the, you know, obviously their fans can be noisy, but it can also be a waste of time. So obviously they do have a thing for Bobby Charlton. Let's hope it passes uh, well. Um, but obviously they do have a match Tuesday night, so I'm not too sure what we'll do uh, as far as before the game. But obviously it'll, the United fans will be uh, be up for it. But let's we'll have to quieten. We'll have to quieten them down. Uh, but we'll have to play a lot better than we have been doing. But we sh- we should have. I mean United. I mean their injury list is 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 awful. And when you look at the player ratings in the Manchester Evening News, I I sort of have a quick look at them every week because I get the sit for the City thing. And you know half the team's not performing week in week out. So we've got to take full advantage. Defensively yeah. they're okay, but they can't they can't. Midfield and attack is is hit and miss all the time. So with no silly refereeing decisions like last season, we we can't. And if there is, let's keep our let's keep our temperament. Let's okay. keep let's keep under control. That's the thing, and we, we can get a winner. And anything less than a win, I'll be very very disappointed. Yeah, I Ray, I couldn't help but notice um, that earlier in um, Bernard's little monologue, there you were shaking your head a little bit. What what what, what was that? What was the meaning of that then? Um, uh, Bernard. I can't repeat what the the meaning was unless you push it. Bernard with his Michael Jackson moment. About oh, okay. About putting the young boys to bed. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, um, uh, I'm sure a, a squad of you will be um into deciphering what that means. I mean, it's just gone straight over my head, but uh, <laughs> over my head, and I thought I was supposed to have said it. <laughs> <I> said uh, it. <laughs> 
So, so I know. Basically, you've done the the Wankdorf Stadium. Wankdorf. Yeah, we, yeah, no, Pep said it. Oh, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, I said Pep had said it, but I didn't even think about it. This is how you get into trouble. You don't yeah. even think what you're saying. You're saying, obviously, the next two games, we can put the the, the, the uh, Champions League to bed and actually get through to the next round. But, uh, yeah, mm. uh, I, under, I understand now. But uh, I'm sure if Ray hadn't pointed it out, I don't think uh, anyone would have noticed <laughs> yeah, you you just can't you you just can't take that you know thirteen year old you know <laughs> scallywag a scallywag out of Ray yeah. even though he's in his fifties now. Just, someone said to me yesterday that I'm just a child. Well, all, yeah. men, all men, all men are big kids. Let's be honest about it. We're all we're all big babies. We're all big kids. We never grow up. But uh, yeah, you you must admit it's a it's a silly name for a stadium, and they would have they 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 must know how that comes comes across and and how that they'll be the butt of a million jokes. Why wouldn't they just change the name of the stadium? <laughs> they'll be the butt of a million jokes, will they? Mike? <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> but the thing is, you got you got a stadium in India called the Wankhede Stadium <laughs> in Hawaii, cricket. Uh, you know, you've got the. Um, that rotary engine called uh, the Wankel engine from that Mazda used to. Uh, or you got this, you got a German DJ who's called Wankel Mutt. I mean, I mean, don't any of these people realize uh, what what um, you know what it means? You got a place in Ger- I mean, look, you got a place in Germany. Okay, I'm in Germany now. It's called uh, the Wankdorf, Wanktoff. Basically, wanked off. Arrogance of the English to think, because we think of words funny, that every, the rest of the world should, should should bow down to our, uh, our yeah. interpretation of what a word is. So uh, it's just a typical English English attitude, UK British attitude. That <laughs> it's just it it's just it it just tickles you, doesn't it? I mean, the the fact that they um, they they. Every, every everyone knows how that comes across and how that has has sounded. You 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 don't have to be British to know that. You just think, no, why would you not change with the, with the fanny packs, fair. isn't it? Americans fanny packs. I mean, you know, it's, it's, we just laugh at it. We you know, just but the Americans look at it. Well, what's so funny? You know, I mean. <laughs> Oh, to give, to give the the Swiss the Jew. I mean, you know, they, they speak a lot of German and Swiss or whatever. It's not, you know, it's not as if they they speak English and they've come up with this name. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we give them a, a passport. The Americans, you know, they copy our English, uh, <laughs> palm it off as their own, and then come up with the facts. Can we can we just uh, say just a couple of things as well? There's um just a, a, the sad news that yeah, of yeah. course Inga the Kipax is coming oh. to an end. Uh, we're up to issue two ninety nine as it uh, this week, but uh, number three hundred will be Dave and Sue Wallace's last one. There's, they're not doing it after that, so that's very very sad for me. Um, yeah, of course, sad for a lot of City fans, I suppose. You know, but obviously Sue and Dave, you know, they're, they're not a young couple, and they, you know, it's, it does take a hell of a lot of time. And I think they deserve some sort of recognition from. I'm sure they will get it from City, uh, something from City, of course, uh, from uh, as subscribers and contributors and various other people, of course. But uh, yeah, it's very sad because um, I, I think it's a fairly new decision. I don't, I don't think it was planned particularly to go at 300 but it seems a, a good time to go at number 300 doesn't it after 36 mm-hmm. uh, seasons so that, that's a, a great a great shame but a uh, wonderful work by yeah. by the couple fantastic stuff and all the team of course all the contributors over the years it's been a, a staple thing yeah, for me. that's that's colin savage out of a job 
Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I carry on using it. Oh, yeah, poor Colin. He might, um, might come back now. Yeah, he might come back to us. But, uh, yeah. So, With it's every cloud, there's a silver lining. Savage. <laughs> But I, I'm not sure you can afford the signing on bonus. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. No, that's the thing. It's a shame. It, it, it really is. I mean, look, they, got, they went digital a few years ago. But, you know, fanzines are very difficult. You've got podcasts out there. You know, all these leaders from four corners of the globe with their podcasts taking, you know, interest away from the fanzines. So they went digital not too long ago. Was it a couple of years? Or so? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, and of course, you've had to, of course, printing costs and everything's gone up ridiculous as yeah. well, hasn't it? So, I mean, it's literally gone, I think, from 350 to five within a, within about 18 months because, you yeah. know, just to cover costs because it's obviously, as, as Ray said, it's, it's not the be all and end all anymore. It's just, uh, you know, a, a labor of love, really. Uh, yeah. Dave I mean, must be knocking on a bit now as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, you know. I mean, we know what it's like. I mean, I know what it's like when I do my thing. Obviously, um, you know, you get to, you know, you want to have a bit, a bit of life, don't you? And obviously, it'll remain a blue, and Sue will remain a blue. But uh, hey, it gives them a bit, of, bit of time to enjoy themselves. I mean, yeah, look at the look at what they're up against. I mean, you've got like guys from all over the planet getting together in groups of three or four and making wankdorf jokes. I mean, you can't compete against that, really. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very sad. But anyway, moving on. Final thoughts from Ray. Ah, we won. We're top at table, aren't we? Got to be happy. Got to be happy with being top at table. Um, you know, nine games in. Top at uh, table. You sound like Jeff Boycott. At table, <laughs> yeah. Um, but look, we 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 haven't been at our best, you know, which is a shame. But we've been, you know, we're good enough to be in the mix. And if you know, I think we've been a bit churlish to say. We should be better than where we are. You know, we should be, have more points. But um, I think overall, if you'd asked us before the season started, would you want to be first or second after nine or ten games? We'd have all said yes, please. And that's hopefully where we're going to be. So I just think take it as it is. We're doing re reasonably well. We will get better, and that's mm -hmm. uh, that's very comforting. Mm -hmm. Okay, final thoughts from Bernard. Yeah, I mean, obviously, good news on. I mean, KDB's. Looks there's a lot of rumours and counter rumours coming that uh, he'll be back uh, sort of training with the team December-ish, mid-December to late December. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, see him very soon. As Ray said, we've got a, a good squad at the moment. Everyone's still fit, I believe, after the weekend. I don't think there's any problems after the Brighton game. And um, we've got some big games coming up. So I think I've said to Ray before, if we're still up there, competing within two or three points of the top. If we're not top by the middle of December, I think it'll be ours again. But uh, we've got uh, five or six big games coming up, which we'll talk about here on the channel, of course, as and when as and when they come and as and when we we beat whoever plays against us. So uh, onwards and upwards. So it's, it's looking good. Well, there you go, guys. The mini slump has been arrested. Uh, Holland is back on the score sheet again. Docker's on fire. Lots to look forward to. And uh, we'll be with you again after the next game. So we'll finish off in the normal way by saying, have one and us. And up the blues. Up the blues. Super blues. Up the blues.